0: Welcome to Joyful Marketing. I'm Simone Soul, and I teach you how to get your life coaching practice fully booked without having to pay for ads, buy Instagram followers, or complicated sales funnels. It's not rocket science, and you can do it too. Listen on to find out how. Hey friends, today I'm excited to be bringing you something a little different. I'm talking to my friend and colleague who also happens to be my mastermind graduate, Janet Dalgleish. She is a life coach who helps her clients break out of misery and experience the deep joy of doing the work they came to planet Earth to do. She helps them find the thing that they're they're here on Earth to do, and then she helps them do the thing. (laughs) And the unique thing about her practice is that Janet uses a magical blend of astrology and neuroscience-based coaching to help her clients. And guess what? It's this astrology piece that we're going to be talking about today. Are you excited? (laughs) Because I'm such an amateur astrology nerd, and I love to geek out about this kind of thing. But even if you're not, hear me out. Janet is going to be telling us about this upcoming phenomenon of Mercury retrograde in Libra and how it creates very interesting conditions for those of us who are coaches marketing our coaching businesses. And if you have even a sort of coffee table level of familiarity with astrology, you know that Mercury and retrograde can kind of get a bad rap, and you'll hear Janet dispel Why that's a myth, right? And tell you about how Mercury in retrograde can be a potent ally in your business. And given that the planet will go into retrograde in late September, right now it actually happens to be the perfect time to think in advance, to think about how you want to prepare For this season, the so called astrological weather, so that you can use the energies that are at work to your advantage, to your business's advantage. And listen, honestly, even if you have zero interest in astrology and you don't believe in any of this shit, (laughs) it's totally fine. You still want to listen because Janet and I are going to drop some serious truth bombs and some juicy pragmatic tips about how to direct the flow of your thoughts and ideas, which Traditionally, Mercury is thought to be, is supposed to be the ruler of, right? Mercury, Mercury's realm is that of thoughts and ideas and communication and conversation. And we just, we leave you with lots of actionable advice, really good ones that honestly gave me chills, right? on how to take your own coaching to the next level, communicate with your audience way more powerfully and lead them into deeper transformations in your one on one coaching, as well as just in your marketing as you speak to your people. And you're going to be able to come out of the next couple of months of this astrological weather, or just if you don't believe that just the next, next couple of months period, if you implement these tips with stronger marketing and stronger coaching than ever before. So Let's get right to it. Here's my conversation with Janet Dalgleish. Okay, Janet. So tell me, like, I don't know the technical language. We're in the what going into the what?
1: (laughs) So... We are at the beginning of what's called the retrograde zone. So when we're talking about any planet going retrograde, what it means is the planet's not literally going backwards. That doesn't happen. What it means is that from where we live on Earth as human beings, it looks like it's going backwards in the sky. If you think about how if you're on a fast train and you overtake a slower train, there's a moment where you're, especially at night, if you're looking at the people in the slow train and they're reading their newspapers, reading their books, whatever, there's a moment where it looks like that train's going backwards right. in relation to you, which is disconcerting and a bit unsettling, but you realise that it's like a different version of reality. So that's what the retrograde is like. And the retrograde zone is the period of time where the planet is in the in the place in the sky, the area of the sky, where it will go retrograde. So with this Mercury retrograde that's coming up at the, at the moment, it's, that's happening on the 27th of September. But it's the but Mercury is moving towards that point where it will appear to go backwards and it's moving through the space in the sky where it will travel backwards. I find it useful to use that period for a kind of planning ahead for what we're going to do with the Mercury retrograde because it's not a bad thing. The key with Mercury is, like with any planet, is understanding... What is Mercury actually interested in? Like what's the connection between Mercury and marketing and coaching and all of the so rest much, of it? Right. right? There's so many points of connection. So um, in astrology, the, it, the tradition is that planets are given a, a rulership, an idea of, I don't love that word because I don't think the stars dictate who you are or what you do. The word that I, the, the expression I like is a kind of area of expertise area of focus, portfolio, if you like. Mm -hmm. So the stuff that's in Mercury's portfolio are things like communication. Well, that's clearly, that's an obvious one for anybody who's marketing or talking or writing sales copy or having conversations. But communication also includes our internal communication, the thoughts that we think to Mm -hmm. ourselves, the internal dialogue that we have, our identity, our sense of who we are, the labels we apply to ourselves. The belief habits that we have, whether we've inherited them from uh, ancient societal paradigms like the patriarchy or whether it's the immediate familial stuff that we've acquired in childhood because our parents labelled us a certain way or a teacher labelled us a certain way. I had a headmistress who famously told me I would never amount to anything. and yay, yeah, I know, right? That's not a label that you want to live with. And I had it for a long time because it, it landed in a really specific way for me. So that's the area of interest that Mercury has. But there's more to it than that. Mercury is also said to be the ruler of borders and trade. So in if we look at the mythology that underpins, with any astrological system, it's always linked to a mythology because both the mythology and the astrology arose out of the collective human unconscious archetypes and the ways that we perceive things. So in ancient Greece, where you had a city state that had lots of wool and it wanted to trade with a city state that had wine, you would meet at a common place halfway between that became the border. So there's this close association between borders and trade now in a modern setting, Mercury is really interested in how we do business. Mm. This meeting place that we come to. So when I post something on Facebook,
0: and yeah, like all of reads, social media is a meeting place. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And when I post something on Facebook, it's like that. That that's an invitation to someone to say, "Come and meet me in the borderland between us. Come and meet wow. me in this space between us where the borders meet between you, the you." That the entity that is you and the entity that is me, there's this coming together at this in these borderlands.
0: All we, of that is Mercury's realm.
1: All of that is Mercury's realm. And the other piece that I think is really fantastic for coaches is that Mercury rules all kinds of systems, including the systems of our so the platforms we use, the technological systems, but also the systems in our body. So if you're working with any kind of health thing, Mercury is, I mean, Mercury is not the only planet that's interested in these areas, but he's certainly got an interest if you're talking about, for example, your digestive system.
0: Mm.
1: Mercury's going, wait, if you're looking for the best possible flow, that's my area of expertise. Mm. And Mercury is also the only, he was the only deity who could go into this into the unco- into the underworld into pluto's realm at will that's where we do our deep hidden power kind of transformative work down in those murky depths mercury can even Carl Jung talked about this that mercury has represents that part of us which can go from the ordinary everyday world that we live in and dive into our own unconscious and pull something forth into the daylight for us to work with
0: that is like, I'm sorry. That's like everything that is so important in, in how we show up to the world as coaches, what kind of relationship that we have ourselves that we bring to our marketing, right. Mm -hmm. How we talk to other people in marketing, how we conduct these relationships in these public forums, like, like social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. So, So I'm just like an interested, you know, dabbler in astrology. I'm, I don't understand all of the the nuances and complexities. And so when mm-hmm. I hear all of what you just said, it's really interesting. And it also makes me like my amateur brain is like, okay, so what does it actually mean for, yes. <laughs> how does it actually <laughs> apply to like the pragmatic stuff? Right. Absolutely. Let's bring it down to the level of, of, of that from the theoretical. Cause it's my, the I can kind of get lost in there. Yes,
1: absolutely. Seriously, I can nerd out about this stuff all day long. Yeah. But the, the only reason that I use astrology when I'm working with my clients is because the, the, the question I'm always asking myself is how can, my, how can I or how can my client take advantage of this? Not all astrological weather is comfortable, not all of it smooth sailing, but sometimes those high winds are exactly the thing we need to blow the cobwebs away.
0: Right. So you can think of it literally like weather, where it's, it's like something that affects all of us. It's something like in the air that we get to choose how we dress up for and how to equip yes. ourselves to, to navigate through. Exactly. And we
1: also can choose our thoughts because like weather, like, like meteorolog- meteorological weather, it's a circumstance yeah. And we can change, we can choose whether we decide to say, Oh, there's terrible weather coming. I'm going to be all scared. And then we go through the next six weeks being terrified of things going wrong, or we can decide to think, huh, this is going to be interesting. And I can, I can use it to my advantage. The one that's coming up now is in Libra. One of the characteristics of Mercury is he's a trickster God. He uses his wiles and his wit to achieve what he wants rather than brute force or violence. So, and Libra is an air sign. This is a natural happy fit for Mercury because Mercury is already sort of a witty intellectual kind of, that's the characteristic of his planet, all forms of communication. And in the, in the when we're talking about Libra, we're talking about uh, a sign that is very interested in um, harmony and balance. So... Uh, we can see the other side of the story without judgment. We There's a sense of kind of refinement and graciousness that comes into play. And when Mercury retrograde happens in Libra, that communication becomes, it's much easier for us to see communication as a one-to-one relational thing. So, for example, in the sense of, well, what do I do during Mercury retrograde if it were me, I would be grabbing your book on copywriting and I would be looking for the, for the, all of the pieces of that that relate to the idea of writing to just one person at a time and imagining that when we're writing copy, we're eliciting, we're inviting a meeting of minds. My intellect knows something useful and it's and it wants to activate your intellectual curiosity to say, what if there's a new way of thinking about this? Okay. Today. Sorry. Sorry. Just yes. to
0: just to clarify, what you're saying is that the astrological coming astrological weather that's coming up is making is creating c- favorable conditions for yes. you to be able to communicate with your audience in a way where it it's optimized if you treat it as like an intimate one to one conversation. Yes. And and <laughs> that's when the communication is going to be most effective.
1: Yes and particularly when you when you with in with mercury retrograde in libra when you treat it as a meeting of the minds we can elevate the conversation mercury sorry mercury retrograde in libra we can elevate the conversation so that it helps us to deal with things that might be terrifying might be really that might feel dangerous but we can take that step back a little bit I remember when you 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 did a fantastic uh, conversation about a sort of heretical approach to coaching which I loved and one of the things you spoke about was the idea of witnessing our own selves or teaching our clients to witness themselves with compassion and no judgment that is a very that ability to step back and not get swept away in the emotional turmoil That's a very Mercury retrograde kind of thing to do, especially when it's in an air sign like Libra.
0: Hmm.
1: It it lends this ability to say, I can use my intellect, the power of my intellect to choose to examine something that is frightening or that, that takes me to a place I'm not really comfortable in. I can make that decision. I can trust my intellect to help me navigate this with no judgment and with compassion and a sort of cool regard, a cool detachment.
0: Hmm. So it sounds like really great weather to do some to do thought work and to to look at your Absolutely. own brain and to invite your audience, your people, into that kind of compassionate, you know, observe. I, I was going to say detached, but not detached like you don't care, but detached right. like there's a spaciousness where you're watching your thoughts from a distance, and it's it's a yeah. really great time to invite them into that experience, like. With, with your marketing, with what you're transmitting and teaching via your marketing.
1: Exactly. And it's also a great time to do it for yourself. Yeah. because I, We because should probably air, do that first. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, think, I think with any Mercury retrograde, the theme is rethinking, reassessing, reviewing, and often it's reviewing my own thoughts about this, that, and the other. With Mercury and, air, and an air sign, that is kind of
0: enhanced so, so it'd be a great, yeah. sorry, I keep interrupting because I'm trying to like keep translating yes. this to a pragmatic advice. Like if, if there's an area of you know, your life or your business where you want to really step into some new intentional thoughts. Yes. Right. A new, new, a a new identity, a new way of relating to yourself. This would be a great time to set those intentions, maybe write it down. And you tell me if I'm, if I'm off track with any of this, but you um, can can write it it down somewhere, do, do a vision board or, you know, write down affirmation, whatever way you like to do it, where you make those intentions very clear. This is how I'm going to talk to myself. This is what I'm going to believe about myself or my goals, my business, my clients, whatever. And the, weather is very favorable to that kind of work working and sticking right yes and i think the other thing that is that takes it
1: even deeper yeah with mercury retrograde in libra because this is a sign ruled by venus it's like mercury and venus getting together that's not quite it but that's what it feels like one of the characteristics of venus is that she is one of the ways i like to think about these planets sometimes or the way i like to talk about it and this is. It's a bit heretical in the astrology world, but I think it helps us understand it is you can imagine that these planets represent a part of your psyche that takes care of a, of a particular thing. So the portfolio for Venus, if you like, it's, yes, it's one-to-one relationships, but it's also Venus is seen as the goddess of desire. And that's not because she herself is desirable, although that is true. It's because she is the part of us that knows what we truly want And in our patriarchal society, there is no positive role model for that energy. Women who actually know and are vocal about what they want are not approved of. Mm -hmm. So for, for many of us, we all have been somewhere in our chart, so men and women, but our capacity for unapologetic desire, for actually saying to ourselves, this is the thing I want. Mm-hmm. I think when Mercury retrograde is in Libra, it activates the possibility for that. And, the, and one of the things that I would be working with with my clients would be, let's go deeper. Let's get to the point of unapologetic desire, where if you didn't have society in your head telling you what you're supposed to want, what you're allowed to want, and all of the limitations that are kind of that we acquire during life, if none of that were real, what would be on your unapologetic desire list?
0: Hmm. To kind of give space for that to be voiced and witnessed, right? Yes, that's so to be powerful. articulated. Yeah, so that's another sort of pragmatic thing that you re- you would recommend that coaches do for themselves first, and to, yes. to lead their clients through because the conditions are the weather is favorable. Um, exactly for facilitating that. So what are so if somebody's taking this to journaling, or if somebody's taking this to their self coaching, what are mm-hmm some questions that you would have them play with? I think
1: probably the first place I would start with is by letting it be okay that you can have a desire and not have to fulfill it. Oh, that's so good separating out the two things because Venus doesn't do the work of fulfilling desire. She just does the work of knowing what the desire is.
0: So, so, are, so the, all, the potency of the work is in just the act of articulating what the desire is. Exactly. And that, exactly. that's it. You don't have to go take action on any of it. Uh-uh. <laughs> you just have to say what you want. Exactly. So that would be
1: the first thing I would do is be this like, it. if you're doing journaling or if you're doing a vision board is put something there to remind you, because we all live in this culture that says, gratification of desire is the be all end all of everything and it's Mm -hmm. like no that's that's too fast we we have to if we think that we can't have a thing then we silence the part of us that wants that thing
0: Mm -hmm. and also when we gratify our desires guess what happens in 10 minutes we have another desire (laughs) of course so it's like the gratification it's I think is so overrated, I think, right? Like that's <laughs> that's just one part of it. And I think there's yes. so much power in the wanting and the desiring and admitting to yourself that you want or desire something or that you're worthy of having it and totally independent of, you know, whether you achieve it or it comes to you or whatever, right? I, I love yes. that detachment. I love that uh, separation between uh, like articulating the wanting and the fulfillment and the, 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 the two things having equal value.
1: It's so important. And and during Mercury retrograde in Libra, this is a perfect time to actually sit down and do that work because this is this is Venus in her sort of intellectual mode, if you mm-hmm. like. So Venus helps us to actually feel the, the desire. Mercury helps us to articulate it. And Mercury retrograde says, this is a great time for breaking the rules in my head. Mm-hmm. Every Mercury retrograde is always a good time for breaking the rules in your, our heads that that tell us how things are supposed to be. Mm. So when we bring Mercury retrograde into that Libra energy, sitting down and doing an unapologetic desire list, and then as we do it, noticing because again Mercury notices things; he's curious. As we do it, we notice where there are things there that our brain immediately says, "Oh no, you can't have that. Oh no, that's not that's not. We're not going to approve of that. Oh well, that's no, so the- realistic, yeah." My coaching trainer says that I have to do it this way, but not, but what my heart says is I really want to do it that way. And the minute we articulate that, we dare to say, This is what I want. That's when we will suddenly, there will be this fertile crop of realizations. Suddenly, we will not, we will see some of the thoughts that we may not have seen before. That's a fairly standard thing for Mercury retrograde. We see things that we've been thinking that we don't even realise. We drag things out from our unconscious. And because we're doing this in Libra, we can bring that intellectual curiosity to say it's okay. Like one of the things that's on my, I do my, I update my unapologetic desire list every few months anyway because it's kind of fun to do. One of the things that will always be on my unapologetic desire list is a hug from my dad and I can never fulfill that desire because he died 10 years ago. So I'm never going to get that in this lifetime as a physical thing. And that doesn't stop me wanting it. It would be ridiculous for me to say, oh, well, now that he's not here, I i can't fulfill it, therefore I'll take it off the list. So being able to say, you know what, it's okay. My capacity to say there's a thing that I want and I know I can't have it and at the same time not remove it from the list because that would be a lie.
0: Hmm.
1: There's a power in that, in being able to be completely and utterly honest with yourself about what you truly want.
0: <sighs> That's so powerful. Yeah. I think a lot of people, myself included, might sometimes shy away from this kind of work because you know, it's easy to think, oh, if I can't have it, I'll just be heartbroken to admit that I want it, right? Yes. But then... What's the alternative? The alternative is to basically gaslight yourself on your own desires and your own heart and its own, the the tuggings and longings you feel there and say, well, it's not there because I don't want to be heartbroken, right? Right. It's not there because what if I don't get it? And just being, just allowing the space for the the imperfection of reality where unfortunately people pass away and we can't always, there's constraints there. We can't always have everything that we want and just allowing the the space for maybe some of that pain, some of that vulnerability and Mm -hmm. heartbreak along with the, the the richness of our desire. I think creating space for all of that is so much better than kind of walling off entire parts of ourselves so that we can always exist in this like narrow spectrum of like, feeling positive and okay. Exactly. Exactly. Is so, so, so powerful. And I think the example that you just gave is like so heartbreaking and so beautiful. And I think it takes exactly what you said, such a, such a powerful honesty and intimacy with yourself to be able to say, I want a hug from my dad and I'll never get it. And I am honoring this truth about myself. Yeah. And oh, it's just, I love that so, so much.
1: And, and it's, I think it's also incredibly, it, what it does when we do, when we allow ourselves to do things like that, when we give ourselves room for that, it gives us practice at the discomfort of recognizing we have a desire that might never be fulfilled and making, and it's really useful if we want to drop the judgment, for example, in our culture, because of this, you know, particularly if you're, if you're, (laughs) If you're on the socials for more than five minutes, at some point, you're probably going to encounter some kind of dude bro hustle thing that will say, you know, you should be doing X, Y, Z to get everything that you want. Yeah. And it's really easy for us to pick up this idea that if I have a desire that I, for whatever reason, some part of me feels cannot be fulfilled. And that might be true as it is for, you know, my example, that might be a sort of a a kind of a circumstantial thing. A lot of the time it's not. But if we carry this judgment of ourselves on top of that, that says, I have a desire that can't be fulfilled, therefore I'm a loser. That's a really easy thought for us to pick up and it's not useful. So when we go out to do our marketing, it's like, I'm creating a post. I want to have fun with it. I want to help my people. I want to... Get some responses. I want to do whatever it is I want to do with this post. If we have this deep hidden um, sort of chronic hum of yeah, but if I have a desire and I can't fulfill it, therefore I'm a loser. What if I'm
0: disappointed? What if I don't get the result I want? What if people don't give me the response I want to say? We do so much out of uh, like our fear yes. of you know being disappointed. And uh, I think if I'm understanding you correctly, it's like it's it's practice in just. Just going for it, showing up, saying your piece, taking up space, showing up for your desire with with a kind of unattachment to what happens next, because exactly. precisely because there the biggest value is in you showing up and and claiming claiming what's yours, saying what's yours, right? Yes, That's and so being nice. unapologetic about. I think it's so useful to be unapologetic
1: with your own self about what you want, and and follow up with noticing any thought that says, oh, because I can't have what I want, I'm a terrible person or I'm a loser, that's the moment where Mercury retrograde says, let's rethink that thought. Now that we've flushed it into the daylight, now that we've kind of as as the consequence of doing this unapologetic desire work because it's Libra and this is a great time to do it, that may well flush out a ton of different thoughts that we have about our own capacity for desire or what our desires mean about us. If I want to be polyamorous, but I have a ton of judgment about that, that I learned, I'm going to suppress that shit because I do not want to be disapproving of myself. Mm -hmm. During Mercury retrograde in Libra, I might well discover that 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 is a desire that I have. It doesn't mean I. A, we are separating the desire out from the fulfillment, so it doesn't mean I have to take action on it anyway, but it's also a really good opportunity to stand back and witness ourselves and say, hey, sweetie, it's okay that you want that, and it's also okay that you have judgment about yourself for wanting that
0: because I love you anyway. Yeah. There's so much courage and power and love in owning your wants with Mm -hmm. all of the baggage that can come with it, right? right? If we learn how to not be afraid of the baggage, right? Yeah. Like, ah, what if it's better to want and to allow room for the complexity of wanting than to deprive yourself of your want? And that sounds like such a half-lived life because I did that for a long time, just like tried to pretend that I didn't want what I wanted because I was afraid of all the shit that came with it. But then at some point I realized, I'd rather confront the difficult shit that comes with wanting than to lie to myself about, about what I want. Right. And so anyway, I just like, personally, I just like love this concept so much. I think it's so important. And I think when we do this work for ourselves to be honest with our desires, we can really be, we we can truly help our clients, right. Be honest with their desires and go after it, which is what our work of life coaching is all about in the first place. Exactly. And this is such a great thing. This is one of the reasons I'm so excited about this is if
1: you're marketing and you know that you're not the only one going through Mercury retrograde in Libra, but you've got this kind of secret knowledge. When you're marketing, you're surrounded by humans who are all going through the same thing at the same time. Mm -hmm. Everyone on the planet is experiencing this at the same time. If you can write and articulate in some way that, it is okay for them that they might not know what they want mm-hmm. that there is there is this is a good time you don't have to talk about astrology you don't have to talk about the fact that mercury retrograde is in libra and therefore this is a good time to do xyz you can just incorporate that into your marketing messaging to very gently prompt them towards nudge them towards saying you know what you might have a secret desire that you've been gaslighting yourself about, that you've been suppressing or you've been hiding from because a part of you is afraid you can't fulfill it. Let me help you with that.
0: Mm. And as the marketing coach, (laughs) I'm going to chime in and say, when you're saying that to your clients, make sure to use some concrete examples of what some of those things might be so that they can... (laughs) They can feel called out. like so you always want to make your uh, clients feel called out in in a loving way, right? Because right. um you might want to give them an example of something that you used to, a desire that you used to suppress or another a, a common thing that people, you know, a common desire that people suppress in the niche that you serve, right? So be specific and be courageous. Be bold about speaking the truth about some of those realities. Hey, why do we why do we lie ourselves what lie to ourselves about wanting xyz right why do we why do we why do we pretend like you know blah 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 so put just just as a my little marketing coach moment is like push yourself to be more explicit more concrete more just yeah, just more more explicit about what you want your clients to confront in, in a loving way, right? And and bring all of that honesty to your marketing, and that's going to be a huge difference between whether you go to those links to to really spell those out versus where you just abstractly talk about oh you own your desires and here's yes. some things that you write. So specificity <laughs> yeah. is where all the gold is.
1: Absolutely right. This is why you're the marketing coach and I'm not. <laughs>
0: Okay. That's not fair. I mean, you're not a marketing coach, but you're quite skilled at it yourself. So whatever, Janet.
1: (laughs) But it's actually, it's, it's, but that's exactly the thing is that because Mercury covers so many different areas that are of interest to those of us who are coaching and those of us who are marketing, it means no matter what your niche is, you can use this same approach. And all you have to do is add in the specificity of what it is that you coach. So if you're a health coach, Mercury is very interested in systems of the body. So you can talk about what do you really want from your health goals and here are the specifics of what that might look like. And there might be things that you've been afraid to want because you've been told you can't have that for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And I think this is this is why I get so excited about Mercury Retrograde. And meanwhile, it's like betting stores are writing doom and gloom prophecies about how dangerous and difficult it's all going to be. And I'm like, really? What? Huh? <laughs> Don't go there.
0: Yeah. So, you know, the way, the reason I love, you know, this about me, cause you've been working with me a while, but the reason I love marketing so much is because marketing is just facilitating conversations, Right. Yes. It's facilitating conversations between you and your people, the people you serve and helping clients, helping people who are around you facilitate internal conversations about what they want and what, how they're going to go after it. And whenever people say, oh, I hate marketing. I'm like, you hate facilitating conversations. I thought you were a coach. That's all. That's all we do. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so yeah. That's one of my personal things, you know, my my little campaigns in the world. But I, I love that we're talking about Mercury retrograde and Mercury in general. It's very timely. And I think this is a really great period. Um, so when does Mercury retrograde end this time? It starts. Uh, with- let me check
1: my notes because I haven't got it in front. I have got it in front of me, but I have to find it on my screen. Here we go. So Mercury goes retrograde on the 27th of September, and then it will leave the retrograde and, and turn direct It will sort of turn around and go forwards again on october 18 and those two dates the date uh, the day of the shift in direction is often when we might feel the intensity mm-hmm. of it because mercury retrograde wherever whichever whichever sign it's in is a shift of perspective you remember my analogy of the train there it's that moment where we look at the other train and go, wait, is that going backwards? Is it going forwards? What's yeah, happening? Yeah, 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 there can be this sense of a little disorientation. Yeah. Disorientation, exactly. And on the dates of the shift in perspective, that when that when the actual turnaround happens, those shifts in perspective can feel quite disorienting, and that's not a bad thing. You know, disorientation sometimes Mercury. If if we have been, and this is true for your for oneself and what for one's clients, if we've been clinging on to an old idea that is mm-hmm. out
0: of date... We need to be disoriented so we can find a new, better orientation. It's like it,
1: It's like Mercury comes along and shakes and grabs us by the shoulders and gives us a good shake and says, listen, you need to let go of that thing. And that's not necessarily a comfortable feeling. So that's one of the reasons that I think people get a little, I won't say anxious, but a little, a little discombobulated. <laughs>
0: Yeah, (laughs) but but that's our work as coaches. It's like if if everything—if our clients already had everything they wanted and they were already super happy—then we would wouldn't need to shake anything up. But hey, what we do is to invite people lovingly into the this temporary (laughs) discomfort of kind of undoing their existing beliefs and and world and you know sense of self, so that we can put it put it back together in a way in a way that better serves them. And so to tie it all together, I. Because marketing is just conversations with you and your audience and with the people you serve inside their own heads, Mercury being the ruler of communication and, and conversations, when all of these kind of like the questions of like perspective and communication when these themes are highlighted as they are during Mercury and when there's an invitation to shake loose what isn't working and to invite in new possibilities, I think this is such a great time to intentionally. So, first of all, be intentional about what kind of conversations you're bringing into the marketplace when you market. And secondly, to powerfully invite your clients into some new possibilities, new narratives, new beliefs. And I think so. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's sort of the heart of what you're saying. It, it absolutely
1: is. Yeah. That I think if coaching and marketing have a patron deity, it's got to be Mercury. So and when your patron deity is going through a shift in perspective, there is not a better time yeah. to amplify the power of that. It's like everything is that we normally do has the potential to kind of go on steroids Love and it. be even more potent.
0: Let's do this fun thing to end our conversation. Let's each think of one sort of Mercury retrograde theme marketing challenge that we want to oh, give cool. our listeners for this period. Because I just thought of one. You can think of it while I while I talk about mine. So my little mini challenge, which should you choose to take up, you know, you can. It's optional. But I think it'd be really fun for this period for you to think about um, what would be, wh- how would it look for me to be more courageously honest in my marketing right mm-hmm. so when i'm talking about my my offer when i'm talking about you know inviting people into that and to when i'm talking to my clients about who they are and what they can achieve and my relationship to them, right? What's an area where maybe I was kind of clinging to a sort of like being in a performing mode or trying to measure up to a standard of what I think is good enough as a coach or what I think looks good or is professional or, you know, is going to create a lot of engagement, right? Like, where are some falsehoods there? Where are some illusions and facades there? And what would it look like for me to kind of be willing for that to crumble a little bit so that I can be in service of greater honesty so that I can exercise more of my courage to first of all tell the truth more of the truth for myself and to invite my clients to do the same for themselves where is the where are the areas in my marketing where I can bring more courageous honesty and where I am also kind of signing up for the discomfort of, of that of w- what might come <laughs> with that, right? It's like I'm making yeah. room for the courage, and I'm making room for the part where I go, ah, right? It's like oh, that'll be a fun experiment for Mercury Retrograde. So I want to I want to leave my my listeners with that little challenge. What about you?
1: Oh, this is an easy one for me because the Libra thing is Libra always likes to come back to a one-on-one conversation, and I'm actually going to steal one of your challenges that okay. I've had from you before, and that is whatever it is, particularly the things that we tend to talk about in generalities, in abstracts, to the larger audience when we think we're doing something on social media and it's for the collective. Imagine you're sitting down with your best friend, meeting of minds, over a coffee or a cocktail, doesn't matter which, 2 a.m. with a bottle of red wine, (laughs) one in the afternoon with cake, who cares, but what would you say to your best friend? And you can almost, I mean, what... (laughs) Ooh, this would be a fun one to do. You could even take it further. This might be a fun one. I might play with this actually. <laughs> Imagine that you have an agony art kind of column and somebody has just asked you a really curly question. Imagine that conversation. Even write it out as dialogue. Mm. That would be so fun to play with. Like push it into directions that we're not supposed to do. I like this idea of rule breaking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, Like, how many interesting conversations can I have? Like, what are all the, it can be an advice column. It can be, right? It can be a 2 a.m. wine conversation. Yeah. Right. And play with that. Like, play
1: with all of those different options and invent some new ones. That would be a really fun thing to do.
0: I love it. I just like that makes marketing so much more lighthearted, makes it so much more playful. Mm -hmm. It's like just all the different conversations you can have. And I hope you take that spirit of trickster playfulness, that mercury represents and use it for good to serve your clients and to have more fun. All right, Janet, that was such an amazing conversation. Thank you so much. Uh, how can people find you if they want to explore working with you? Well,
1: this is really, really easy. I am a URL obsessive. I buy URLs all the time and just direct <laughs> them to <on> my website. <laughs> it's a thing. So anybody who wants to find out more can find out more if by uh, using the link mercurymojo.com. Oh, I love it. Nice and simple, I know, right? I couldn't believe it was available. And I've also I've also put together a, a, a sort of a short online uh, training thing for coaches who wanted, who don't want to, like, become astrologers but who want to know more about Mercury and how they can use it more in their work um, with their clients and in marketing.
0: And it's, that's on the mercurymojo.com? Yep, all there. Okay. It's all there. Can,
1: there will be stuff about – that will always be a living page that has – so whatever Mercury, but wherever Mercury retrograde is about to happen, there will be stuff about that there as well. So, you know, if in a year's time when it's in a different sign, people can pop back there and find out what's happening with that one.
0: Okay, perfect. Janet, thank you again for this conversation. Thank you for being here. And we'll talk to you later. <laughs> awesome.